I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, it's Brian King, Millwall goalkeeper from 1967 to 1975. I spent the happiest years of my playing career at the Den and I'd love to share some of the memories, stories and personalities with you in my new book, The Lion's King. In my time, I've met some amazing characters, including Harry Cripps, Barry Kitchener, Sir Alf Ramsey, as well as the great Gordon Banks and Lev Yashin himself. My book is packed with laughs, tears, tragedies and triumphs. So join me in my journey down Coldblow Lane and beyond the lion's king available now for 19.99 at www.littlehellbooks.com that's www.littlehellbooks.com come on you lions you're listening to after law Broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no sandwich. Huge welcome, dear listener, to uh, a Sunday morning nightmare Achtung edition after an absolute trouncing, and it was a trouncing yesterday up at Middlesbrough. Um, or was it? Or was it a game that we gave away? Because actually, I've used the word trounce, and that implies that the opposition were far and away better than us uh, and fair play to Middlesbrough three goals in um, short order in the first opening part of the first half 10 minute period um, does imply that they were sharper and faster and stronger than we were um, but it does have the feeling of a self-inflicted crisis in a week that hasn't exactly been easy for Millwall Football Club uh, yesterday's action was certainly the first half action, listeners. So anyone who hasn't seen the game or didn't catch it, you're the lucky ones because the first half for me was as, uh, as an astounding a capitulation as I can think of in recent times. I'm thinking back to the Fulham game uh, towards the end of Neil Harris's reign and some of the other big, big capitulations that we've seen over the years with Millwall. Spineless. Uh, lack of energy, lack of motivation, which was the really worrying part about that whole first half performance and, the, and a slice of the second half. It did improve a little, dear listener, once uh, Tyler Bury came into the game, a shining light. Ben Thompson uh, would always bring you energy and enthusiasm. And, and those two in the second half livened it up a little bit where we could actually create two chances in the second half. Otherwise, it was a desert from the Millwall perspective. 
and we really ought to have lost that game by much, much more than three goals. I mean, in the first half alone, I don't think I'm being overly dramatic in saying that we should have been five or six behind because it was that level of incompetence. It was one of the worst performances seen in many, many years. Um, that's no wins in 10 now. The Lions have gone from any dreams we might have had of the playoffs as they are sitting in 17th position, just eight points away from relegation. And we're starting to use that word online. And then this show now, relegation fight. Uh, we've scored less than one goal a game all season. We have clearly a crisis on the field. We have, in my opinion, some measure of a crisis off the field because we're only seven days on from last Saturday and then Tuesday night's events. And we took an absolute shellacking at Middlesbrough yesterday. Joining me on the show um, is, is Mr. Harry Warren. And today, H, you are my psychiatrist because you were lucky enough not to see the game yesterday, mate, weren't you? Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough not to watch that shower of shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen I've seen every other game in this this run of mediocrity and nonsense that has been put together, and really until yesterday have been getting away with being shit. Really, I, I've never seen Millwall. Are we 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 we're either the best team in the world or we're the worst team in the world. Yeah, we haven't done that yeah. this year. We haven't because we haven't been there. I think as well. They've, they've not really had the levels of abuse that a 10-game run of not winning would normally participate at the den. You know what I mean? It's um, They've been quite lucky in that in that respect. Absolutely. I was trying to think of other great um, mullerings that we've taken, and I, I I can't actually compare it with the Spurs game when we went to, uh, to White Hart Lane uh, in the FA Cup. We got beat. Was it 6-0 there? Was it 6-1? I can't remember. It was 6-0. We, we were outclassed by a top quality side that day. And I walked away from that game. I know it was disappointing to get beat by that margin, but you couldn't say in your in, you know hand on heart that that wasn't a, um, a justifiable result um, because they were clearly playing on a different level. Now, you can't say that about yesterday. Middlesbrough were good. They were a Neil Warnock side, always a bogeyman, Harry. Always He's always um, Mr. Awkward in the Millwall world and they they played a physical hard fairly direct game in, in many ways but they certainly moved the ball and pulled us apart like we didn't exist I mean it's the much vaunted defense Harry that we've we've all fallen back on all season was made to look like um uh you know like like you might see at the lowest levels park level football at, at one point in the first half when Middlesbrough were scoring for fun I, I wonder where it was going to finish you, you start to think in terms of stupid scores you know if you're going three down and should have been looking at four or five, I'd argue six by half time. And I couldn't see what was going to stop it. There was, there was nothing in that side yet in the first half that showed me any hint of on-field leadership or dare I say it, and this, this, this might cut to one or two players if they do listen to the show, professional pride because we were just watching Middlesbrough run rings around us. And I, you know, it's been a tough season, Harry, isn't it? I mean, it's not been an exciting season by any stretch, but that's the first time I think I can say we just didn't look interested, like beyond beyond not caring, so to speak. Um, I don't think we've been able to say that so far. Would you agree, or, or have you seen different signs, mate? I, I think they don't care. I, I think they've. I think there's a few players that. What's the right word? I think there's a few players that have naturally come to their end of playing for Millwall Football Club. Um, I think the the in the summer it's very clear to see now that Gary Rowett didn't do the job that he needed to do. I agree. 
I agree. Um, I think he is, I'm not buying this, that he hasn't had long enough to sort inside that. I'm not buying that anymore. That's bollocks. Um, I, I think that Gary Rowett is uh, a good defensively tactic, uh, tactical-minded manager, but uh, it's clear to me now that his assistant manager was vital to his attacking prowess. We're talking about Callum Davidson, who went up to 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 St Johnston. Absolutely. And since he has left, the results have tailed off. The performances have tailed off, and that is a worry. Um, he is reliant on a player that is not a Millwall player, and slows us down. He's reliant on a 35-year-old centre-back who is not the best centre-back out of probably five centre-backs out of the club, but because he decides to run out and do a Viking clap, people fall over him. Um, and, and suddenly these players are playing. These players were not near the side when Millwall were playing well. When we, when we no, were no, no. And they suddenly are in, which is very, very weird. Um, I... I I don't want to be too harsh on Gary Rowett. Uh, it's his first bad run. But in football nowadays, can you afford to have too many bad runs? Uh, we're not a sacking club. Let's be totally fucking honest. We, about we won't that. want to do it. No, we, uh, the, the, the board will not want to uh, get rid of Gary Rowett. And I, I think it's, in fairness to him, it's a, it still feels a touch early. I know we, we touched on this in the week, didn't we, Harry? And, and it still feels a touch early to be... So how, how early is so when are we saying is the right time yeah, very, when, when do you rip the plaster off because at the moment you know when, when what you know as well there's there's a recruitment there's a recruitment that needs to happen and you can't hit what we've done before which is to hit emergency club legend button because there's none left nope. um so you'd have to go and get somebody else and that costs money um, the managers that I'd want us to go and get have all got jobs, unfortunately. Um, there's no, there's no Walnut sitting there, not with a club. There's no uh, Chris Hewton. There's no, there's no anyone that's going to attract the player that we want to attract to go forward. Because I think we are a, or should be, a established mid-table championship club by now. Well, with uh, this squad, I mean, this, uh, we'll come on. I put a post on Twitter yesterday, listeners, asking for want of a better way to put it, where's it all going wrong? And got a really good response. So we'll come on to that in a, in a second, Harry, because um, I, I think that there's, there's a, I was really struck by the lack of, um, the lack of motivation. One person actually asked me if I could have put a, a fifth option. Twitter doesn't allow more than four options on a quiz. So I couldn't put motivation in there. Cause I want to touch on that. Cause you, you've, you've mentioned it in passing earlier on. For the first time that I am really aware of this season, you could argue about quality all season. I think that's that's um, you know that's there to, for everyone to see. We we, we aren't um, we aren't Real Madrid, are we? You know we've got good players, but we've got some less good players. But yesterday was the first time where we really did not look like we gave a fuck out there, and there were players out there. I mean, in the first five minutes, I know opinion varies on on Ryan Woods, and I know that you've kind of never never advocated him, Harry, but. In the first in five minutes, I've got a little note to myself here. Woods has been beaten twice in the air in the first five minutes, as in outright beaten to a, a header in midfield where you want the ball going in the borough direction. It's now been headed forward, but I think by Jules Savile, um, just to add, you know, salt into the wound. And suddenly the red shirts have got the ball and they're looking like they want to get forwards and they've got direction and purpose and pace. 
and we just looked so far off of it yesterday, uh, in that, especially in that first half, that I was wondering where this can end because these are the the mainstay of the squad. You know, I mean, it, we 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 always have a joke about um, Rowett would always pick Woods, and well, yesterday, well. He, after yesterday's performance, I thought he was particularly poor. He just didn't look interested, and he just looked. I know, I know. There's an easy, you know, reply to that, Harry, and I know that you know you've never liked him, but uh, as a player, um, but he just really looked like um, second best. Doesn't quite do it justice, listeners. I, if, if you didn't see the game, I, I, I had the misfortune to watch it all, um, and that's that's really that goes to the heart of the squad. Um, I know it's been a tough week, and. You know, um, there's, there's, everyone's got their, their thoughts and positions on what happened last Saturday, but that's Millwall. I mean, if if, if you're going to sign for a, for Millwall Football Club, you're going to have to expect the odd occasion where things go away that you wouldn't have hoped they would have gone. And that includes, yeah, you're not Brentford now, right? You're, you're not Brentford. You're not at. Um, you're not playing at, at Brighton. You know what I mean? It's, you're not it's, Fulham. Yeah, you know. You might not like what you see, and sometimes you really, really wish it mightn't have happened. But it's part of the the, the tumult of following a club like Millwall. And I, you know, like I say, I'm going to reserve judgment on the wisdom of of last Saturday because it's that's a completely separate show. And we've done it to death to some extent. But if that's putting you off, or you know. Um, maybe you're, you're, you're developing finer feelings all of a sudden, then you're probably at the wrong club, aren't you? I mean, I, I know that's a very simplistic way to put it, but that's how it feels felt to me watching the show yesterday. I, I, for me, he... I mean, to pick the, the, the Woods... Uh, the Woods' role apart, Woods' role should work, right? It, sh it should work, but he's not good enough to play that role. Like, in, in terms of... His passing ability, yeah, is fine. And he, he sprays the ball and he gives it to a centre-half. But that doesn't work in this side. That's my problem with it. It doesn't work when your two centre-halves are Jake Cooper and fucking Sean Hutchinson because they don't have the ability to play the pass that he wants them to then play. This idea of spreading play and stretching it about, that only works if the person who you're passing to has an equally good ability of passing as you do, which is what frustrates me with him. By now, he should know I can't give Hutchinson this ball on his left foot because he won't keep it in. So I'll put it on his right foot. He doesn't do any of that. And, and that's my problem because he he's too weak. He's not a strong centre midfielder. He's not a Herlock. He's not a Briley. He's not a Stephen Reid. He's not a Tim Cale. He's not a Tiger in the middle that's going to win the ball back or do anything for you. No, we didn't so, do that yesterday. That's for sure. Well, we don't do that at all. He doesn't do that any time. Um, so, so... In games where you need one of them, he's not going to do that. So that's fine. That's not his role. But then we get stuck in a uh, like this maraise of always giving him the ball, a very Dave Livermore type fucking <laughs> thing. Anyone that's been going for you know exactly what I mean by that. Just constantly giving this person the ball for some unknown fucking reason. You know, we you don't have to be the best football player at Millwall. We understand that we're never going to have the best football players. We understand we don't have the budget nor the pool, nor everything else. Jimmy Abdu, I will use as the shining light of examples of football players that are terrible, but somehow become cult heroes, you know? Jimmy Abdu couldn't play a five-yard pass, but he'd run himself into the ground. I'd much rather a team of Jimmy Abdu's than a team of Ryan Woods. I mean, know? it's a very, I mean, you're right. You're, you're dead right. You capture the essence of the support in that, in that, in that remark, because actually that's, you know, rightly or wrongly, and that's why we're never going to be a Tottenham because we don't elevate artistry over over effort. We elevate effort and willingness to 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 you know to give blood for the cause. 
over above all else actually you'll 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 be deeply loved at Millwall if you get stuck into every single tackle and take the odd red card but I mean Woods is not that kind of player there was an interesting bit in the the the, the official podcast and I don't know if you've listened to it Harry or if anyone else has listened to it out there I, I recommend it it's quite interesting it was done before last Saturday so um it was an interview with Gary Rowett and he's, he's an interesting bloke to listen talk he talks well speaks well he's media trained so he's, he's polished and, and and smooth but there is there's one interesting bit they, they asked him who his um kind of childhood football heroes were and it, you know he mentioned um Platini and he mentioned play, oh, Glenn Hoddle players of that ilk he mentioned well, where it gets interesting is in, in, in I've kind of got Harry off of his out of his bed today to be on my, my psychiatrist because I'm on the psychiatrist couch here listeners having watched that game yesterday and I'm, I feel like I'm in treatment I'm pouring it all out to Harry now but the interesting thing from Rowick was he, he always admired a player that can hit a long pass you know, like the old kind of, I suppose Platini is probably a good example, a player that could hit a man. Yeah, um, and, and Hoddle, of course, who was an, an absolute master at placing a ball wherever he wanted it to go. He was gifted beyond, as a footballer, gifted beyond measure. And I'm wondering, because Ryan Woods, given time, space, and, you know, a, a pleasant day and a, and a nice gentle wind coming off of um, off of the River Thames. Mm-hmm. Where, um, and Marks and Spencer's Prosecco. Well, it's it's that platini hoddle idea that because he can hit a long pass, he's therefore a good player. The and, and a, that little thing I've just described, I'm just wondering, and I want to uh, see what you think, Harry, is whether we have the players that will move enough. There was no movement yesterday up front. Um, Troy Parrott was kind of almost playing as a midfielder because he wasn't seeing the football. But there's not enough movement for a, a man to, and he's not probably not going to get the time or space because other teams then become aware that that's his. That's what he wants to do. He wants a little bit of time to hit the long pass. Woods. The formation's wrong, isn't it? The formation's been wrong for 10 games. Um, Jeb Wallace has become a worse football player playing wherever he is playing because he's not playing as a wide winger. He's not playing as a... He's not playing getting chalk on his boots crossing the ball in anymore. And to make your best player worse is suicide. And As a team, we're worse. I I mean, as a team, we're we're going backwards. Um, You can't... You know, I'm not one. This is not a show that has ever been critical for its own own sake. We're we're not destructive. We don't call for managers to go. I'm not calling for Rowett to go here. I do think he needs to think about these kinds of issues. I mean, whatever Callum Davidson brought in, I don't think he's getting that from um, what's the assistant Adrian? What's his name? Um, Adam Barrett. Adam Barrett. Adam Barrett. Um, I don't think he's getting that. I don't think he's getting the quality of of second opinion, which is what we all need. I want Roy Keane. As a second opinion? I don't think he's a second opinion kind of guy, is he? No, no, I just want Roy Keane as a second... I just want Roy Keane as an assistant manager because I, f- I would find that highly amusing. <laughs> you'd, have a f- you'd have a fight on, on the side. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, come on, if we're in crisis. Let's have a full crisis. Let's have Roy Keane. <laughs> a real crisis. Yeah. Opening goal was just a simple carving apart of our defence and close tapping. That was awful defence, listeners. If you didn't see it, if you've seen it. I don't think you'll disagree with me. Well, you might do, but I, I just thought we were pulled apart so simply. It was like, um, you know, like, it's like, like, like you might do at the park playing the kids or something. You know? was, it like, was it like Walnut's Middles were turning up last season to the den and beating us quite comfortably? Yeah, they, I mean, they did it later in the, in the game. They did it, there were second half goals, I think. We yeah. were nil, nil for longer in that game. But this was, this was all over by, well, 14 minutes and 2-0. 
um, which was a great shot from the edge of the penalty area. Good goal, very good goal. But even at that point, I said to my wife, I might as well turn this off. But I thought, I've, got, I've got to do it because I, I, you know, since, since podcast, it's very important. Well, since my diva behaviour last week, Harry, I think I've got to, I've got some measure of responsibility to produce a show. So I've, I've got oh, I've yeah. got I've got to watch it. So I can talk about it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to watch it for research purposes, darling. So 2-0, it was all over, in truth. Um, and then, obviously, um, the third goal was a, was a George Savile shot that uh, rebounded through to the, uh, the Middlesbrough forward. I didn't take his quite, name. Quite Fred. good, that George Savile, wasn't he? You can see the fact they. He was very good. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can see why they paid eight million pounds for him. He, you, can I mean, see, you can see. You can also see why when before they got Warnock in last season, that they were quite and he were in massive financial trouble, and he'd fallen out with Woodgate. And I'm sitting there screaming at everyone in January that if we go and sign, you can offer two million quid for him, and they'd take it. And uh, uh, and no one listened, and we didn't bid for him, and we got Ryan Woods instead. And uh, yeah, what was the result yesterday? I just know what a Millwall football player is, and George Savile is a Millwall football player. Uh, Ryan Woods is not a Millwall football player, and will never be loved, and will never be fully accepted. And and uh, there's so many players in that squad that are exactly the same. But Varson isn't a Millwall football player. Ferguson, for all of his, you know, Ferguson's the best crusher at the club. We, we improve. I mean, we improve with Ferguson. I mean, I'm just looking at the, uh, three goals down now. We, we are we are looking poor. I mean, we've shown nothing and. A lot of people have mentioned this online that at the 23 minutes out goes Pierce, and you can have your own opinions on Pierce. I mean, that, that defensive debacle must come back to his account because he's supposed to be the personality that does the, the Iceland clap and all that malarkey. Um, he's supposed to be in charge of, of the defence that's just shipped three goals. And then we bring in Bod Varson, and I, I don't mind Bod Varson. He doesn't really. Um, he doesn't excite me, but he doesn't irritate me either. He's just he's just an okay player, you know. But and yet we have we do have youngsters that will be itching at the chance to make a name. And three goals behind, it's still only twenty two minutes. Miracles can happen if you send in the right kind of miracle makers. And 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 we we sent in John Daddy, and and that is a questionable substitution. I don't I don't get how Gary Rowett's mind works. He can never quite get out of this defensive mindset. And that's got to be a problem, Harry, because when you're free behind, you're not going to defend your way back in the, into three each, are you? No, we have to play five at the back. We have to have three midfielders. We have to have sort of two inverted wingers and a, and a target man. And yeah, he's just, he, we seem to play the wrong striker. He plays Smith in games where I look at it and go, we're never winning anything in the area. And then we'll play up against two, you know, five foot nothing centre halves who play the ball out and he don't play Smith. And you sit there and you go, what are you doing? This is a game for Smith. This is the game for Smith to bully two centre halves, you know, and it's and you can get managers getting stuff wrong if they learn from the mistakes, if they know their squad, if they learn and they go right, there's nuance and whatever. But we get beat the same way for the last ten games. We we don't get results, and and to not learn anything is insanity. And and absolutely, we, I've been for insanity once in the last five years with Ian Holloway. <laughs> And I'm not really willing to do it again. I've quite had enough of League One away trips. I don't really want to be doing that next season. After, you know, that would be... So Swind Swindon away looms or oh, something. Yeah, don't, I don't yeah. want to be going Portsmouth fucking away and Plymouth away and fucking the, the Vracky from Game of Thrones away and other <laughs> fucking shit northern towns to be announced later. You know, I don't, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I would like my football to be as aspirational, to be looking at, 
you know, the bright glittering lights of Vegas and the Premier League, not the fucking I just dark, to, dingy, depressing South End away trip. I just want to enjoy it and, and be entertained to some level. I mean... Yeah, we are boring to watch as well. That is another Well, thing. that's that's another thing. I mean, you know, the, the, the first half continued. We're now three down through sheer incompetence, to be to be blunt. Um, then I've got notes, 33 minutes. Great save. Bart does well to keep out a free kick shot in the top corner. I mean, that should have been a goal. I mean, on any other day, that would have gone in. And, it, and Bart would have been entitled to be been beaten by that. He just performs miracles. And we just Bart take that as... things, basically. It, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it, we expect a really, really good level of goalkeeper now because we, Bart just does it and makes it look easy. Um, chance in the 38th minute, a free header wide from close. They, they missed it. I mean, they're just poor header. Should have scored with my note to myself. So... 39 minutes, Woods Woods falls over and releases a borough forward through on goal and shoots over. Another poor finish. Each of those, really, on another day, could have been converted, Harry. That should have been 6 0 of time and it wouldn't have been unflattering. And I think there's got to be some. How much more trouble do you think he would have been in if it was 6 0 at half time? Good question, because I'm just looking at the second half. If, if that wasn't enough for you, yeah. it carries on. So 3 0 down. I've got awful spine this performance. I think I stuck that on Twitter. Um, we've got a chance in the 51st minute. Barra given the ball, <laughs> given the ball. Um, Bart bats it away from a close range shot. Poor defending. Chance in the 54th minute. So I only mark these where I think they're good goal scoring chances. Long ball down the middle. Poor defending allows chance. Bart bats it away. So again, we're saved by Bart Bielkowski. That was the kind of end of the what I would define as the outright um, Middlesbrough scoring chances. But there's about eight chances that should have gone in the net. And on another day, on a bad day, at least six or seven of those could have gone in the net. And as it was, I think we're slightly lucky and we have some quality players like Bart Bielkowski to thank for the fact it wasn't six, seven, eight nil. Um, I don't know to answer your question. It's a good question, actually. And it, it, it was the most deflating showing I think I've seen since that Fulham game where we got beat. Was that four nil? At, at, um, yeah, yeah. 80, 85%. Yeah, in lesson, yeah. Fucking 80 minutes. So there we are. The only shining light, listeners, was the introduction of Tyler Bury and Ben Thompson. And to some extent, Matt Smith, because I think Matt Smith will give you something up front. Um, and Bury looks like he really is at the start of his career. He's a, he's a sparkling, he's an exciting player of talent. And as soon as he came in, chance, came in chances followed a, a run, great run in 61 minutes. And then uh, a good Jed run, actually, looks enlivened as soon as he sees another player with some idea what to do with football. You see. <laughs> <coughs> um, another, that was such a novel way for him. Ben Thompson's unlucky. A good close run. It was a good save. Good save by the goalkeeper. And as you said earlier, Harry, when Ferguson came in, he, he brings a better quality across, but no chances after that. Two, two chances <laughs> that maybe should have scored there, but that was it. Um, when you play Matt Smith for me, you have to play Ferguson. Uh, because, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. If you, otherwise, what's the point? You've got to be able to put a cross. Uh, why would you not have the best crosser to put the ball on someone's head? Who's six foot plus? Uh, I don't understand. But uh, yes, Ferguson has his flaws, but you're trying to you're trying to affect what you're going to do to the opposition. You shouldn't be worrying about what the opposition are going to do to you. It's so negative to think like that. It's like. It's all very Brexit, sort of. Oh, well, they're going to take the fish away. <laughs> it's very, very, very like you know. Um, sort of scared of your own shadow type thing I just feel like he's I don't know what's gone on it's like we've lost our bollocks like we did you know 2,000 Millwall fans at a den it should be a fortress you should be going for teams you know maybe the next home game whenever that is you know 
probably in trick to think. I don't know. We've got Bristol away. It must be next week. Forest. Got anyone there? But surely that's the time to go. Maybe that's the time, Gary, to go 4 4 2 at home and try and get the crowd behind you for 10, 15 minutes and see whether or not you can nick a goal. And then you can go five at the back in that try and hold on. But I just feel like we're coming slowly towards the turning point that happens with every Millwall manager. There there will slowly be a... uh, It happened to Kenny Jackett. It happened very early with Ian Holloway. It never really went away for Lomas. The Neil Harris boo boys never really accepted (laughs) after a certain point. You get to a point where it's like critical mass of Millwall fans not really rating you and that's you done. You you hang on. You might get another eight months, you know, of... (laughs) Might have comment of cunt or whatever, you know, under the breath. But you, you're gone, really, from that point. And I think we're getting close to that point. We're going to take a little break, Harry, and I'm going to play some phone messages. Really appreciate those that have phoned in their, their thoughts. Do keep the messages coming. It's really nice to hear from people. 0208 144 I don't answer the phone. Don't have to talk to me. Uh, you'll just go straight through to an answer phone. But I was going to play that now, and then Harry and I will come back to consider what is going wrong. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to After Normal. Hello, listeners. Jerry Scalak here. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely speechless. I think this is our longest winless run for seven years. And, you know, it doesn't look like turning a corner. It was a disgrace today, the first 20, 25 minutes. And what the unfortunate thing is, the only positive of some of this season is some of our defensive displays and these records. That's all out the window now. We can't score goals, we can't create chances and now the defence is leaky. There's only one way this is going and it's towards relegation. And we are firmly, firmly looking below us now. 
we've got the same number of points as Coventry City, for fuck's sake. Um, and this is how bad it's got. And what's worrying, as I say, I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel here. Rowett looks like he's run out of ideas. The formation's changed around. Nothing's got better. All we've got to try and do is try and hope at the moment that there's three teams worse than us in this league, which I'm struggling at the moment to see that. Fortunately, we've got January at least to try and strengthen an, an absolutely depleted and confidence-ridden squad. But this, uh, this, is, this is a bit of a crisis at the moment. Long gone are the days of us hoping that we'd get in the top six this year because we are, we are almost blindly wandering towards that bottom three and we're continuing to drop down. But uh, it is an exceptionally worrying time uh, for us. But Tyler Burry looks all right, doesn't he? <laughs> Other than that, it's, it's, it's pretty drab. But anyway, come on, you Lions. You know, let's keep digging in. But hopefully we can try and turn it down. But without some additions in January, there's only one way this team's going, and that's League One. Uh, yeah, this is Dane. Um, yeah, another dismal performance, you'd have to say. This is... This sort of result has been coming for a while, I think. Um, I think we've had a good goalkeeper that's probably covered up a lot of the cracks. Uh, Creativity-wise, we don't really have anything going forward. We, sort of, we we kind of just put the ball at Jed Wallace and hope that he does some magic. Um, you know, threads the ball or runs through defenders. Um, left side is hopeless. We've got nothing on the left. Um, I'm surprised yeah, that uh, you know, Ferguson doesn't get more of a run there. Um, but uh, it's definitely relegation form, and it reminds me a little bit of Neil Harris, where we're trying to just play a bit of hoofball now and trying to get it uh, forward as quick as we can. But yeah, it's even very long. You're going to have bad patches. It is a marathon, not a sprint. I have faith in Rowett. I don't think we've got much choice. Um, I don't think we can get anyone um, close to his sort of, um, I guess, profile. Uh, we'll, we'll probably. If we're going to get another manager, we, we won't get anyone as probably as big a name as him. And, and he does talk well and he understands the game pretty well. Um, but at the moment, uh, the players are just, oof, they're, they're not playing for them. They look tired, especially Jed. He looks absolutely wrecked. Um, just, yeah, trying to carry a team, trying to do everything. I, I don't, we've had a lot of games this year where I can't remember the last time when we scored where he wasn't involved, whether it was him scoring or setting it up. So, too much left to too few, unfortunately. Hello, Nick. Barry Moon here again. Long time no speak. Um, just a sad result today. I didn't see the game because I had to be out all day. But I do find it sad now that people are beginning to get on Robert's back. We know it's not been too good, and today's result proved it. But I think we've got to leave it. I think that, unfortunately, you know what you said in the boys, that we've got three or four players there not good enough for this league. And I think he's beginning to find this out now. So let's see what happens in at Bristol on Tuesday, because I think it's sad they want him out the door already. Blimey, he's only just come in. He got last year he was the best since sliced bread. Now he's he's toast. All right, nice, nice to leave you a message and look after yourself. Cheers, mate. If you're enjoying Afton Mill podcast, then why not help us grow the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? We'd love it, love it. If you visit the Apple link in the show notes and leave us a rating and a review. Achtung Mill is the number one podcast broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey. No show sponsors, no Patreon. 
and no TikTok accounts. Thank you, dear listeners, and as always, Arrivederci Millwall. Welcome back. Harry, I stuck a, a quiz on Twitter last night, and I had 500-odd um, responses. It's quite good, isn't it? Um, 510. Where's it all going wrong for Gary Rowett is my question. And in podcast, mate, 510. There we go. <laughs> um, Twitter only allows you four four options on a quiz. So and I, I take the point as one two made that it's probably a combination of all of these things. But I want to run these past you, Harry, and maybe one or two comments because we've had loads and I can't I can't do all of them. But um, so lack of quality in a squad is winning with 47%. Um, I think that's a fair a fair assessment. I mean, we 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 have some good players, but we don't have any. We don't have a depth of good. I think that's an easy cop out. Lack of quality, do you? Yeah, because this squad managed to finish where it finished last season. We've not lost anyone. We've lost Malumbi, but they've been, you know, you replace Malumbi with Woods. You know, you had the opportunity to go and get either one, and you chose to get fucking the ginger magician. Yeah, forty-seven percent are. I mean, I, I think everyone will probably agree with all four, and quite a few said all of the above. So don't, I don't. Um, it's, it's simplistic, but it's it's all we can do on on Twitter. So lack of quality gets forty-seven uh, percent. Then um, probably in in equal measure, really bad tactics and bad management. I mean, yeah, I agree with that one. I think I think your point is good that the team didn't look as bad. I mean, certainly you know it's, it's about a year now since. Um, the, the away win at Forest, which had Malumbi, I, 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 I take that point. Um, but we, you know, we, we're not a, a squad of bad players. Some are, are better than others, Harry, and I think some are probably average or whatever way you want to put it. There are no really awful players. We haven't seen enough yeah. of Scalic. Scalic. Well, no, I mean Scalic is not an awful player. He just lacks. He, he lacks in the wall. He lacks, he lacks the thing that I didn't put on there, which is motivation. And I think that was what was screaming out yesterday for me yesterday, is that lack of motivation. There's, and four, there's four or five Millwall players that would go to bigger championship teams for money. Um, which well, is talk about, we're talking, let's name them. Jake? Yeah. Bart? Hutch, yeah. Hutchinson? Yeah. Uh, Wallace, Jed Wallace? And Romeo. And Marlon. They're probably the pick of the. They're probably the pick in that sense. Hundred percent. All of them go for millions of pounds. You know, multiple millions of pounds to other squads. And you know, when have we really probably since what Kale Reed, I feel type players have we been able to say that about that many players? Not not for a while. But you know, do we need to sell them? This is this is the problem. I don't understand this idea that if Rowick did want to change the way we were going to play in the summer. Maybe it might have been an ideal to sell one or two of them to try and buy players to allow you to buy the players that you want to play for Woods to hit 40-yard passes. Or, or yeah, we, we, we need movement. I mean, I, there's, there's a few comments that I think probably relate to to some of that. Oh, the other, the other two that I didn't mention, lack of leadership, on-field on leadership is one. Well, we ain't got one of them either. No, that and that was badly missing yesterday. I mean, I, I know. I think Mike said about these big personalities that we're meant to have. We'll show it in when you know when 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 you're in the trenches, you look around for the man who's going to say stand. You know, and that's meant, no, to, no and that meant to be Alex Pierce. Well, well, I mean, he, well, you, know, you uh, know, there's no there's no Craig, there's no Morrison, there's no Harry, <laughs> there's no. You start naming Millwall characters of the last five ten years. It, there's no one left. Everyone's gone. So you 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 need new characters, and I think. 
that's why Jed looks fucked off the entire time this season. It's just that he just must look around and go, what the fuck is Well, he's, Jed is a Millwall character in the sense that he is, he will give you hundred percent. I've never seen Jed and I, I wouldn't include Jed in the, in the, um, the lack of motivation. Yes. He's just carrying the weight of the, of the whole side on his shoulders. And I think that that doesn't do him any favors. I, I think he's a, he's, he's a very good player. Um, but he, you, you know, he's, he's not Maradona. He can't carry a whole team and win a whole tournament on his own shoulders. He's not, he's not got that ability. Who, he's not definitely many... not Maradona when he gets pushed further and further into the centre when he's a winger. Uh, this, just... is, this is this is one of the, one of the comments. I've got one of James Gibbons um, who says time is running out for Rowett. Regular wrong formations, regular wrong lineups and substitutions, devoid of ideas. Without Bart, we might have been in the bottom three by now. Um, Bob Varson's time is up. Play Murray, not Malone. Um, Scott Malone on, on the left. Jed is ineffective because he's too narrow. And that's your point, I think, H. Uh, Woods, Woods making mistakes. Ryan Leonard, League One level. Uh, and just to cheer us up, right, relegation level beckons. I think we're going to have a few people um, hitting the bottle after this show. But um, the midfield three, the midfield three should be Ryan Woods, Ryan Leonard, and Ben Thompson. That, that's the midfield three. You should play three in the middle. If you're constantly getting out beaten in the middle, you play three midfielders in the middle, right? You might have to sacrifice a winger. This might go beyond fucking Gary Rowett's tactical ability, right? <laughs> but if, 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 if you can't hold on to the ball in midfield, right, you do not stick Williams, Leonard and fucking Woods in midfield because you haven't got a runner to go and chase anyone. It's no, so there's no energy. I, I agree. No ridiculous, right? So you have to make it. Now, if you don't trust Thompson, I, I, I totally understand that he doesn't trust Thompson. He doesn't like Ben Thompson. That's totally fine. People don't like people. I don't like Ryan Woods, right? People are never going to, it's never going to change, right? And, and that's it. But he likes Ryan Woods, but Ryan Woods can't run and he can't tackle. So you need to put someone in next to him who can run and tackle. Ryan Leonard isn't, you know, George Shavell. He isn't, the best player in the fucking world. He's a very average championship player. He's a six out of 10 a week. So you've got to stick him next to him. And Williams is best part of 35 years old and a coach. So he can't play Saturday, Tuesday. No, he can't do that relentless schedule. You're going to have to play Ben Thompson. Now, tell Ben Thompson, I don't want you to worry about the defensive side of the game. Just go and run and hit people for 20, 25 minutes and and play play football that way. But this seems to be beyond us that we, he does know there's no, there's no very negative standoff. Let's watch what your position does. And that's not Millwall. Millwalls are supposed to be fucking go and fly into them and go and get fucking wingers and throw balls into the box and get the crowd on side. And he's just so anti that. He's, you know, it's fine if you're winning. I can accept being shitly boring if we're winning games. Everyone could last season. The minute that you stop winning games, suddenly our patience for patient build-up play in our own half and knocking five passes about like some kind of Bermondsey Barcelona <laughs> becomes, and especially when you're not winning, becomes non-existent. You know, the well, new I mean, on, on that, I mean, I've got um, William Sarsted, OBE. Well done for the OBE, William Sarsted. Um, quality, Order of Bermondsey. Um, quality is the issue. The players are simply not good enough. Um, the number of times we pass the ball, quote, accurately, in inverted commas, to the opposition is ridiculous. Bettered only by the number of times we pass the ball out of play. We did that a lot yesterday, listeners. We were just awful in our passing um it was just one of those one of those days wingers who can't cross and that's a very good point h because i think the quality yeah, of that cross 
or those that are meant to be in that vague role. Um, and he says strikers who can't score. That's pretty much everything, William, but I, I, I take the point. It sums up a lot of opinions. Defenders that can't defend, midfielders that can't play in midfield and attackers that can't score goals. Yeah, it's pretty much pretty much this season, mate. You've got it in one. <laughs> <laughs> and got a that can goalkeep. That's about it. I can't read them all out. Um, Matt Burridge says Callum Davidson was a massive loss and we didn't replace him with a good number two. Um, I think he needs to be brave enough to go back to basics like his first game against Stoke. Played two up top to give us half a chance. Remember uh, who scored in that game? That was... that was. Um, he mentioned that on the podcast and it's gone out of my head. Was it Ben Thompson? It was Ben Thompson arriving late from midfield. Yeah, Cahill style. Yeah. But... What do I know? I've only watched Ben Thompson in this Mill shirt. I've only watched him single-handedly keep us up in the season that we were fucking terrible, which is becoming more and more like this season. Um, It it strikes me as it's ridiculous, right? He has got a team that he's picking players that he wants to pick. It's You know that line that's thrown at England managers that they just pick names? They don't pick the players who are informal or whatever. because That's what Millwall feels like at the moment. It is, if you're in Gary Rowett's mates club, you're all right. If you're not, you're fucked. And that, that's how I feel with it at the moment. I, I i don't want him gone because I don't think there's anyone out there that one would want the job or two that would be better than him to take the job. But I will not be happy when we sit here at the end of January and we're fucking three points off the relegation zone. The playoffs are 21 points away. Get your coaching badges done, Harry. I'm not you going to be, ever be Millwall. <laughs> I'm going to I close. Not, I would not accept that job on any terms. <laughs> I've watched too many good men foul at the, at the job that would be needed to do that. Look, all I want is somebody to turn up to the dead and basically become the modern day Doherty, right? And just take me to the promised land. I only want to go once. I've got no interest. Everyone who's listened to this pod who was alive in 88, 89, you had a really nice time, right? And I haven't had that nice time and I'd like it as well, please. It's just all I want. That's all I want in life. We'll close for, close the show with two two last quotes. <clears throat> um, this is Jake Sanders actually quoting Gary Rowett himself, saying the first half was probably most disappointing since I've been here. Well, he's not wrong there. Um, in terms of our effort, drive and desire, I think the team has lost a bit of confidence and belief. I, I, the man is a visionary, Harry, if he can, he can see that. He's a visionary, a bit of confidence and belief. He's been in and temple, <laughs> And then finally, I'm going to close out with Liam O'Connor, which made me laugh. And I think we all need a laugh because he said, imagine being 3-0 down after 20 minutes and thinking we need to bring on a goal threat. So you bring on John Daddy Woodvarson. Uh, Rowett may have lost his tactical now, Harry, but he hasn't lost his sense of humour. I think that made me laugh. And thank you to Liam for that, because I actually, I was sitting there with a right hump last night and that made me laugh. Um, Big thank you to Harry for um, a very no notice rousing himself to come on the show i really appreciate it harry all right mate i was supposed to go and watch the lionesses but um oh good luck uh, with that they've rained off aren't they well uh yeah fuck it i'll go for it right so basically this team <laughs> is supposed to play they have uh, already cancelled the game once this season right. uh, and they've decided to cancel uh, cancel it again um i know that the women's league um as its own, for, for, hang on, let's be politically correct about this. For reasons unbeknown to me, as a new to the women's game, in, you can contact us last night and tell us the game's been postponed. 
Right. You contact them straight back to offer a game, you know, on our three G pitch because we haven't played them home or away, right. and you get no contact back. And apparently, that that's okay. That's, that's cool. That's all right. Yeah. That's, 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 all right. A, that's a that's, that's a properly that's run not, league. <laughs> sounds it sounds tuppenny hopefully. Um, in terms, it does. But this is this is professional women's football, mate. Uh, quality and all that. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's disappointing because I think um, I, I think it would be nice to go and watch the girls today, but I'm sure we'll see them again soon um and i was hoping that they'd cheer me up to be honest because i think we've got more chance of them winning than the men's side anytime soon so um that was the nice <laughs> thank you for listening dear listeners we'll be back in the week after whatever transpires is it bristol away in the week i think it is so we'll have a show <clears throat> after that i think we, have we never win <laughs> with mr ryan loftus in midweek so tune in for that thank you harry warren appreciate it mate no worries mate Hello, this is the EFL Freezer Crowd podcast, where we take a light-hearted look at all things Football League. You scumbaggy maggot, Matt Smith's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James, lifelong Cov fan, and I'm joined each week by self-proclaimed Statman Luke and resident Millwall fan Andy. Gary Monk sacked after a, a nil-nil draw with Millwall as well. Although most <laughs> clubs in the Football League would die for a result like that. <laughs> We'll be covering important news, a run through the games, and our all-important goal of the week. Yes. <laughs> 3-0 to the own goal. <laughs> so find us with a new episode each Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.